the best bits of the week. The Wake Up with Webster podcast. Potty, 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 podcast time. No? No. Still not working? No. Well, you sing an intro then. Um, give me a week <laughs> to come up with one, I don't know. Yeah, with a saxophone, please. Oh, no, not this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can play an instrument. That's a talent. That should be lorded. That should be... You should be on a pedestal. You, <laughs> you should be showing off a bit. You should be teaching people. Yeah, Claire's admitted to me a while back that you play the sax, but I you've never once... I studied music at uni. Never so once taken it in. dabble on a couple of instruments. I've got a guitar, but I really wouldn't play that for you because I can only play four chords. I mean, mo- I know that most songs are only four chords anyway, but that's that. Yeah, listen, if you listen to the podcast right now, then you are VIPs, Valued Important Podcasters. So this means you have a, a vested interest, hopefully, in the show, because you've downloaded and maybe you've pressed the subscribe button as well. Hopefully you have. And if that's the case, come on, help me out and convince Claire that we all need to hear the Pink Panther theme via her saxophone. <laughs> no, you don't. Boom, boom. So coming up into this week's podcast, you we have... And I'll keep going. All right, okay. <laughs> we have the lineup that was revealed on Friday for Dundee's Hogmanay. We're delighted to be a part of that. We've got a, a local guy who was on the telly. Can you please stop that now? You're putting me off. I'll keep doing it until you... There we go, it's finished. We are air jamming that. I just did an air saxophone. So bring it in and we'll never do that again. Um, so we've got the guy who was on the telly from our broth. We'll talk about that soon. Oh we've yeah, got... can I just say one word? Smoky. We, we need to talk about our doubles challenge. It's Wake Up With The Webster V's The Home Run. I was at a gig this week. I went to see John Newman. He was. We had the full interview in last week's podcast. He was incredible. We'll talk about that shortly. Johnny John boy. Yep. And I scared myself. Absolutely scared myself this and morning. And me as well. Mm-hmm. It was pretty creepy what Claire's been doing. Uh, and again, that's another reason to stick around and listen to the rest of the podcast. What has Claire been doing? It's quite terrifying and almost paranormal. So that's coming up. Uh, where should we start then? Well, since you were on holiday over the weekend, you had a long weekend. Uh, something happened where... You oh, yes. left something. Oh, so it's not the trouble I got in with Stirling University campus. It's what I left behind. I mean, do you want to keep broadcasting well, how much not. you've been up to? No, 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 let's not. We're going to have to change our names, deed poll or something, because we caused a riot at the Stirling Uni campus at the chalets. There was fires. My mum left in a lasagna in the oven for hours. The alarms went off. There's... Running over bikes on cars. Yeah, parking on the grass. I mean, that's the, that's the worst of the lot, to be honest. It really was a shambles from us, and we were told off a number of times by campus security. However, they are so nice that they've reminded me I've left behind my noise-cancelling headphones. Uh, they say I've left them in the chalet. Come and pick them up. Uh, the only reason I've not noticed that I left them is because my wife and kids have been away on a little break themselves You've the last three days. You've had empty this week. Yes, I've not needed to put them on. And here's the thing. <laughs> Mrs Webster is back today with the kids and he has done nothing in the house. Nothing. I mean, I did make the bed this morning. Is that, that why you're here so late doing the podcast? I, I was going to stay here, hide for a little bit longer. <laughs> hope she doesn't notice that the grass isn't cut. Oh, dear. Um, talking about leaving things, though, Kim from Ochterarder called us with this. Pretty big. I don't live far from the shops in Ochterarder and I took my, took my car around and I came out of the co-op and I must have been blaring as I was doing. I was always chatting. And um, I just crossed the road and I walked home. 
And I walked home and I was like, somebody stole my car. And I was like, oh no, God, who's got my car? And it wasn't until I was standing thinking, I was like, Where, where's my car? <laughs> so I had to walk back round to the shop and see, you know. And it wasn't until I got into the car parking, I was like, oh no, there's my car sitting right there. <laughs> <laughs> and I've done that, and I've actually done that twice. And um, yeah, so I think it must be an age thing. Oh, but at least it didn't, get, it didn't get to the stage of you actually texting people or phoning the police and say, I don't know where it is no 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 I was, I was walking round and I was like where is it what's, oh God, what's happened to my car and I, was, I just kept walking round and it wasn't until I got back into sort of the court car park and I was like oh god there's my car sitting right there so I saw it before I started panicking it's going to be you on CCTV driving in and walking away and then being so confused. I know, I know. You hadn't yet said to anyone, I don't know where my car is, I don't know what I'm going to do, and you didn't... No, have... no, no, I was, I, I was not at a panic mode yet, but I did panic when I thought somebody stole my car from my garden. That kind of, I did worry then. Well, yeah. on a separate <laughs> occasion now. Yeah, this is the this is second time round, yeah. Two times I've done this now. Oh, Kim, um, Kim. Yeah, so... I just keep thinking it's an age thing. I think as far as size of objects go that you've forgotten or left behind, you're you're in the lead. That's, That's the, the most obvious. Oh, yeah. really? The car? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My sister did forget the dog once, but hey, well, that's another story. She won the day, right? Yeah. How can you leave your car? Actually, didn't you get a message as well from someone who left their car and their mum in the car? Oh, yeah, the guy who nipped into Blockbusters back in the day when you used to go and rent your videos. He got a lift to the store from his mum. And she was sat waiting in the car and he picked his video. He walked outside and walked home. I mean, how his mum didn't see him going, wee, all the way home, though, I'll never know. We got a load on this one. Uh, things like this from Lauren in Carnoustie. She says, I locked my nine-year-old son in the car and had parents, teachers and kids searching the playground and the whole school for him. What? It took about 15 minutes before I realised he was in the car the whole time. I hope he was all right. Uh, now, every time I go to school, he says, don't forget me this time, mummy. Oh. <laughs> uh, Carol in Dundee, I left my son in his pram in boots and I didn't realise till I was halfway home. I ran back and the pram was still in the exact same spot as I had left him. I blame it on baby brain. Wake up with Webster Podcast. Now, with Andy Murray in doubles action this year at Hang Wimbledon. On. Not just Andy Murray, Jamie Murray, all the Murrays, anyone that we're watching is playing doubles this year. I know, but we love Andy a little bit more. And he's from our neck of the woods. He's from around here. So is his brother. I know. Don't blame. But Andy, uh, being a former world number one singles player, being in the doubles is quite unique and different. And it means the viewing figures are going to go right up. Loads of people are going to be watching the doubles yep. more for a change. And he's got Serena Williams as his mixed doubles partner, and he's in the men's as well. And with all the doubles chat going on, we thought, why don't we do a doubles thing? Exactly. I mean, Webster and I have been head-to-head on many challenges, but I can't remember a time where we actually really had to work together for a challenge. Mm. So this has been quite a task in itself, because usually we're against each other, so now you've got both of our competitive sides coming out against the home run and boy we are competitive first challenge uh, we had to face strawberries well I say we the one with the biggest gob in the show had to catch them in her mouth oh dear <laughs> come on I'm not even saying anything D- didn't you volunteer to be the gob well I do like strawberries it was fine and I-, I reckoned I was better at catching than I was at serving so plus your tongue might help because Claire can't stick her tongue out oh I've got the smallest tongue in the world so maybe that helps with the whole thing we had to bat strawberries with a racket a really cheap rubbish racket that broke while we were doing it we had to bat them into uh, each other's mouths we managed three the home run well I think you should check out the video and see what they managed let's just say 
At the end of challenge one, it was 15 love. Strawberry tennis. Uh, the video is up now. It's worth checking out for a giggle. It got quite messy. We had to we had to get gloves on. We had to clean, clean up the walls. All, all the strawberries. I felt yep. like licking the walls at one stage. Oh no! No strawberries were were harmed or wasted in the filming of that challenge. Wake up with Webster podcast. The best bits of the week. If you are a follower of the podcast, firstly, thank you very much. But also, you'll know last week that we had a very special guest. We had John Newman no, on. No, no, no. He's Johnny John Boy Newman. Oh, yeah. Johnny no, John, John, John Boy. John son, John Boy, John Boy, John Boy. Yeah. <laughs> he added as many Johns as he possibly could onto that. So it was quite funny. We had lots of banter. His chat was so good. Like, normally, when we get to chat to someone, we get, like, 10-minute window his lasted about 13 or 14 because minutes. Because we're so engaging, Claire. Yeah, we had the right questions. He just wanted to keep going. And it turns out he's, he's practically Dundonian. Yeah. I mean, he was talking about Camperdown Park, growing up around Adler and whatnot. So I couldn't not go to his gig at Fat Sam's. And I was very lucky and managed to actually meet him. And since Webster wasn't with me, I thought, right, okay, I'll see what I can do. Get him to record a little video. And he did. All right, Webster, it's Johnny John John John. Uh, shame you can't be here, mate. You weren't missed whatsoever because oh. you didn't turn up. <laughs> and a little bit of love, not much, but take care, mate. Thank you very much for everything. Uh, and I'll hopefully speak to you soon. We had a really good gig and thank you so much. Take care, mate. See you in a bit. Oh, mate, he's, he's a nice guy. Give me a thumbs up there. He doesn't have to thank me. I've done nothing, but I couldn't go to the gig. I, you know, this, he should have come to Perth. Then I would have been there. Johnny John, boy. Johnny Jason. Wake up with Webster... Podcast. As well as having a, a big name singer musician in the area uh, again with John Johnny John 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 Boy Newman, uh, we also caught up with a, a TV star on the show this past week. We spotted him on a quiz. His name is Colin, and he is from our broth. That is vital because it helped him. It helped him be the champion on Countdown on Channel Four. The game for students and OAPs that has been around for like decades. And Colin was on it and he still is. He's still reigning champion. He's been on every day this week on Countdown. So we caught up and had a chat. What was it like? I used to watch it all the time when I was younger than my mum. So I've always fancied it, but the bulletin did the interview for it in January. It was just doing it over the phone. It's just it's exactly as it is on the screen. You get your thirty seconds. And it, um, so I got through that first time, and me and my wife went down to Manchester in March for the recording. So, what's your strong point then, Colin? Is it the, the words or is it the numbers? I work in finance, so I'd like to think the numbers. <laughs> but I had a, I had a howler in the first game. Well, is this what's what's caught everybody's eye? No, the thing I think that's caught everybody's eye was that my very first word in the first episode was smoky. Yeah, this caught our eye as well. Being from our broth, you knew it was a delicacy. Did you know it was going to be in the dictionary? No, I went to them. I think I've got a risky six. So I wasn't 100% sure whether it was like a brand name kind of thing. So, But I got it. Yeah, because the word smoky meaning too much smoke and it's smoky it's in this E-Y. area. It's E-Y. Yeah. So yeah. it was a bit of a risk, but it paid off. And paid off. Oh, it's Susie, who's in the Dictionary Corner, she knew about it. Yeah, yeah. And what did Nick Hewer, the host, what did he say? He started laughing after it and he said, you can't rely on your local geography to get you through this game. <laughs> <laughs> So it must have been quite a thrill meeting Nick and uh, Rachel Riley as well. Yeah, it was. She asked to get a photo taken with me a couple of times, so 
Oh, she's asking like, you for selfies. Well, maybe the other way around. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't say that, Carla. No, gonna, that's that, a story. That's just ruined it. You no. could die night on that for years. <laughs> what was your biggest word? I got a few eights. Wow. Um, Rumiest. And what is it if you if you win today? Does that mean that you've won? Well, I won on Monday, so you get a teapot if you win. That's the prize. Okay. As far as merchandise goes, I mean, it'll have pride of place in your kitchen, won't it? And you'll be looking at it all the time as a reminder. Yeah. I have a, I have a conundrum for you right now, Colin. Let's see how you get on with this. Okay. Countdown champion. All right, the letters are T-Y-R-D-A-I-O-A. What, Dusty? <laughs> Oh, yeah, that is in there, yes. Well, Radio Radio T. Radio T! (laughs) Colin Beatty, Countdown Conundrum uh, Champion, thank you so much for coming on, Colin. And well done. (laughs) Thank you. Wake up with Webster Podcast. The best bits of the week. Absolutely freaked myself out today. Did you see a reflection of yourself in a mirror? How rude, (laughs) Webster. You set me up for that. It was too easy. I know. Although it was something not far off that. I downloaded an app last night and decided that, right, okay, I know that I sleep talk and I know that I sleepwalk on occasion, but I thought, how how bad could this be? So I'm going to record this. And it was only a trial of the app, so it only gave me like two hours worth of material, which was 14 clips in itself. I actually was too scared to listen to it on my own. I had to do it just before I came in the building this morning. Now, normally it's the kind of app that will pick up uh, snoring or or noises uh, in your sleep, but it won't normally pick up full sentences and you having a chat with yourself. That's what it sounded like. I know. It was the most bizarre thing. Like the first clip was this. And that absolutely terrified me. And then it went on to go a little bit more in depth. Now, the scary thing is I had to listen to them all before I let you hear them this morning because I needed to make sure that there wasn't anything dodgy in them or me talking about you and your sleep, uh, my sleep, because that just would be weird in (laughs) itself. But it did worry me that one of the clips sounded a little bit like I was at work. I had to change up. And then the footsteps. Yeah, that was the freakiest part of it, wasn't it? You hear your own footsteps, but you've got no idea why you got up to do a bit of sleepwalking. I'm wondering, I probably went to the fridge. I'm on a diet, so I don't keep anything in my fridge just in case I go for midnight munchies now. (laughs) Oh, do you sleep eat as well? I've no idea, but I'm not taking that risk. Freaky. So you're now going to get the full version of this app and you're going to record your sleep patterns for a short period? Is that right? Well, I'll think about it. It's kind of freaky. I don't know. I think we should explore this more next week. So maybe I'll try it again tonight. Do you speak in your sleep? Have you ever recorded yourself? Then check out the show. (laughs) Wake up with Webster weekdays 6 till 10. We'll, We'll chat about that on Monday, I think. Wake up with Webster Podcast. So tell me your granddad has still got his 
beloved recliner chair in his exact position he wants it in the living room. Oh, do you know what? I'll find out this weekend if they're actually speaking to each other again, but two weeks they've gone, including the week of their anniversary, by the way, of them not speaking to one another because my granny hates this recliner chair, so she moved it away to the corner. My granddad couldn't see the telly, so we got up at four o'clock the next morning and moved the chair back to centre place right in the middle of the living room. It reminds me very much of uh, Martin from the TV show Frasier. Remember Frasier's dad had a chair, chair yeah. that he hated, it didn't match any of the furniture and he kept looking for ways to get rid of it. But and it was this, his chair. Uh, and this is what Granny's doing. But Grandad gets up, this is the best bit, Mission Impossible, and moves all the <laughs> furniture before she wakes up. Look, it's back where it belongs. But they, uh, they're they still talking to each other or what? I have no idea. They're living together. They celebrated their 59th anniversary. But I don't know if they're actually speaking to one another. Who knows? That's managed for you. <laughs> Kev called us with this. Dry sinks. Sorry? <laughs> dry sinks is the argument in our house. Dry sinks? Um, dry, round about the sink here. I can wash the car, water the garden, change the fish tank, everything. Water everywhere like that you'd imagine. But no, no, the thing's always dry when I'm finished. Mandy will come down, rinse one cup, and this place is like a blooming swimming pool. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got to come in with chamois, and she absolutely hates it. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I said, I'm drying the sink. It's one of these things, isn't it, where it's like if you if you get catch a teaspoon at the wrong angle uh, when you're well, run, running it under the water. Exactly, and it's all over me as well, probably. <laughs> but my, my Mandy, the sinks are meant to be wet. I said, no, they're no. I just think they're for the dry area around about the water. Wake up with Webster Podcast. Now, we had a big announcement on the show this week about something big and megalithic. Oh, no, you're using that word again. Which is happening in Dundee at Hogmanay for the first time in two decades. So excited for this. It's happening. It's going on. It's a two-day event and we're buzzing for it. And it's all thanks to someone I know, Jill. Hi, Jill. Hi. Jill, can you explain why I know you? I had Gary Barlow at my 30th birthday party in Dundee. Yeah, this is a throwback to, what, four years ago now, Jill? Three. Three, sorry. You've just aged I put an extra (laughs) year on you there. How rude. Not a good way to start an interview, is it? Uh, yeah, we uh, we supported Jill in her campaign to get Gary Barlow up to Dundee because uh, he had that offer um, for big birthday parties. You and had, it happened. Yeah, you had your thirtieth, and uh, we uh, we helped you out. We played your songs and little ditties on air, didn't we? Yeah, you guys were amazing. Gary came up and he performed at Jill's thirtieth, so we got to know Jill through that way. But since then, Jill, you're you've moved on. One of the the people behind the big it's happening this year now we saw it's happening being teased but we didn't really know what it was going to be and then boom Hogmanay tell us more it's happening yeah we came across that name because it's finally happening Dundee hasn't had like you say a Hogmanay bash for over 20 years so yeah it's going to be a two day event Um, we've got Squeeze headlining on the the 30th and then we have a whole day and night of entertainment um, ending with Kyle Faulkner headlining on the 31st so we are absolutely delighted with this it was just an idea last year and it's came to life buzzing I mean we're we're really looking forward to it really excited what made you decide to put on a two-day event it was just about cost Um, we couldn't afford to put on one day just because the capacity is so low and the cost is so high Um, as boring as that sounds that's the reason (laughs) (laughs) so um, yeah we had to put on um, a big band 
for the 30th and um, yeah, we're absolutely delighted with Squeeze. They were our first choice. Um, we wanted to aim at that sort of age group for the 30th and then on the 31st, we have a family-orientated day which will be next to nothing, basically. We were hoping to do it free of charge, but um, we will be doing it very, very cheap for the kids, preschoolers, right through to teenagers, and then it'll be over 18 at night just because... We wanted to aim it at everybody. We didn't want anyone to be left out. Right, so Jill, are you learning what a headache it is then to be an event organiser? Yeah, this is all new to me. Um, and there's a lot more behind it than I initially thought. But it's all been fun and games. We've got um, an amazing team. There's myself, my dad, who's the funder. Um, and then we have Mike Ward, who's come in to help us. And he's got an amazing team. So they're doing all the hard bits. I, I'm just coming up with the ideas and speaking to you guys. So I've got to do the job. I tell you what, <laughs> that sounds like our roles here on the show. <laughs> Claire does all the hard work, the leg work. She's like the swan with the legs Do going everything. fast under the river. I'm like the graceful swan above the water. Graceful water. Well, I wouldn't <laughs> even use that. Come on now. That's, that's true. You've seen me dance. So, Jill, any other details we need to know? Because we know the lineup. We know what's going on. It's for all the family. We what know else? the dates. Yes, we've seen loads of comments already actually this morning um, about people thinking that it's council run and they're digging at the council, but it's absolutely not. The council are supporting us. All the money is coming from ourselves. It's all privately funded and all the profits go into charity as well. So it's not a good cause. We're not making a penny out of this. Why? Um, that, that's what I want to put across. Don't want people thinking that um, we're doing this for money and giving the council a hard time because that's not the case at all. And you've already got social media pages up, have you? Yes. Um, it's happening Hogmanay, Dundee 2019. There's a Facebook page. There's a Twitter page and there's a website as well. You can find out all the information on there. You can message us, email us, buy tickets from us. Um, Groucho's are selling tickets, Skiddle's selling tickets, so you can get your hands on them pretty easy. Oh, there you go then. There we go. All laid out, every tiny piece of detail that you need to know. Thank you, Jill. It's happening. Dundee's Hogmanay. Excitement, she wrote. <laughs> Jill, thanks for coming on and good luck with the whole gig. We'll, uh, we'll obviously Thank catch so up much. with you before then. Okay, no bother. Thank you so much. Wake up with Webster Podcast. I can't get that out of my head now. Ever since we brought the feature back to the show. We're going to keep it going next week though, right? Murray moments. That's all you need to know. Listen to TFM next week. You Wake sh- up with the Webster 6 to 10. You're not in the mood to sing along right no. now? With... Not doing it. Come on, do the mouth trumpet. <laughs> no. Murray moments. Does he win or lose? Uh, This is our Wimbledon-inspired game that we have running. Andy Murray, does he win or does he lose? A post-match interview. And so far, I've not been very good at guessing whether he won or whether he lost. But you can check it out. The game is on around 8.50 weekdays. It's only going to be on while Wimbledon's on, though. So if you're listening after that, sorry. But you're apologising for a feature that won't be on after yeah, Wimbledon already. I kind of feel bad bigging, <laughs> it, bigging it up and then taking it away from you again. I'll miss the tune. The Murray no, stop. moment. <sighs> All right, next week, the saxophone will feature on the podcast. It won't. Uh, Thank you for checking out (laughs) this week's one and downloading and sharing it with all your buddies. Bye. 
the Wake Up With Webster podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and at tfm.co.uk and listen live on TFM weekday mornings from 6.